You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Tayo po ay nasa ikalawang yugto ng ating pag-aaral tungkol sa bagong serye natin. Ikalawang linggo pa lamang ito na pinamagatan po natin Beyond the Signs. Ano itong Beyond the Signs? Pinakikita po natin dito na sa mga himala, sa pitong himala, na ginawa ni Jesus nung kanyang ministeryo dito, uh, it's more than just the miracle na ginawa niya. There are reasons behind this. Actually, when we say sign, it is not the end of it, but just it points to uh, your destination. So we don't stop with the signs and wonders, with the miracles, but we want to see ano ba Lord ang purpose mo rito? Sino ka? sa himalang ito at ano ang nais mong gawin sa aming mga buhay. And that is the purpose of the sign. To reveal who Jesus is, that He is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, we will have life in His name. Later on, gusto ko pong i-qualify kung ano yung believing nito dahil minsan nalilito tayo, madaling sabihin na naniniwala naman ako. Pero believing is, is different from really having faith. Bagamat sa wika English, ginagamit ang katagang yun. Mamaya, yun po ang pag-uusapan natin. And uh, we will go back again to the scripture para makita natin ano ang sinasabi nito. Now, part of the review, uh, kung maaalala ninyo, we started yung teaching natin last week na nangyari po doon sa Kana, yun po, doon sa taas na yun, at uh, si Jesus po yung gumawa ng Himala, and then He stayed and His disciples doon sa Capernaum for a few days uh, para po magpalipas, and then he, they went directly dito sa Jerusalem. Now, doon po sa Jerusalem, nagkaroon po doon ang tinatawag na yung cleansing of the temple uh, as they uh, celebrate the feast of the Passover. Marami pong ginawa si Jesus sa ministeryo doon, and then He planned to go back again sa Cana. So, dito po sa, uh, do sa kanan na yun. And pero nung habang nasa Jerusalem siya, ito po yung sabi ng scripture. Now, while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, many people saw the sign he was performing. And what happened? Come on, what happened? They believed in his name. Again, makikita nyo yan, consistent po yan. The reason why God would perform a miracle, a sign, is so that people would believe in the name of Jesus. But again, let me just qualify on yung sinasabi ng believe. Believing is more than just the mental assent. Believing is more than just naniniwala ako. Now, maraming mga pinaniniwala na hindi mo kailangan ng pananampalataya. When you say you believe that the sky is blue and the grass is green, you believe that and yet you don't need faith. But when it comes to the things of God, it's more than just the mental assent. You know, it's an attitude of the heart. It's, it's something like, you know, you, you, started to, you, you start to trust God and His Word kahit hindi ganun kasolid yung nakikita mo sa paligid mo. Mamaya, uh, papaliwanag pa natin yun uh, ng, ng mas mainam. And then, it says there, although when they saw the sign that Jesus performed and believed in His name, let me just say this, temporary faith based only, okay, based only on signs, hindi po ito sufficient. It's not sufficient. Marami po mga tao naniniwala that God can do miracles. Naniniwala sila that God can do signs and wonders. But it doesn't mean that they trust God. It doesn't mean that they really believe God when it comes to other things in their lives, most especially as becoming the Savior, the Lord and the Savior of their lives. So, kaya nga, mapupunan rin ninyo sa istorya dito or in the Bible na yung mga tao, yung mga unang naniwala at sumunod kay Jesus, yun din po yung mga tumalikod. Yung mga taong sumisigaw nung siya ipapasok sa, sa, sa gate at sinabing Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David are the same people who shouted crucify him. So hindi porkit naniwala dahil may himala eh naniniwala rin 
na tunay ngang si Jesus ang Panginoon at kanilang tagapagligtas. And so, um, noong uh, tinanggihan Jesus ang pagiging political king, dahil yun ang isip nila, yun ang kanilang notion, yun ang kanilang expectation, tumanggi si Jesus, this is not the kingdom that I'm talking about, so marami ho ang tumalikod. Kaya nga po, from Copernicus and then, uh, again, uh, going back dun po sa uh, uh, sowing the signs and wonders, from uh, Judea, uh, he went back doon po sa uh, Kana at dumaan siya sa Samaria. Okay? At nung siya po ay nasa Samaria, uh, diyan po niya na ministeran sa Sikar, yung uh, Samaritan woman na unang evangelist ni Jesus, so to speak. Siya ho'y nagbalita sa kanilang kababayan kung sino yung kayang nakatagpo. Walang himalang nangyari, but because of an encounter with Jesus, because of the preaching of Jesus, because of how God dealt with them, in fact, marami ho ang naniwala sa Panginoon kahit sila'y mga Samaritano. Meaning, they are half Jews and half Gentile. Hindi sila purong Hudyo, pero naniwala sila. And from there, they went back to Cana. Okay? Bumalik po sila sa Cana to perform His second sign. So I want you to stand up right now at uh, babasahin po natin itong uh, John chapter 4 verses 46 to 54. Sabayan po ninyo ako sa pagbasa ng malakas. Simulan po natin. So he came again to Cana in Galilee where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. May sakit. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. And the official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. And the father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed and all his household. And this was the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. Panginoon, salamat po muli sa inyong salita na sa istoryang ito, Panginoon, makikita namin ang kalagayan ng aming mga pananalig at pananampalataya sa iyo. Salamat po ba ng Espiritu? Muli kami humihingi ng tulong sa inyo na ikaw po ang magliwanag sa aming mga isipan at nang sa ganun makita namin ang mga katotohanan sa likod ng iyong salita. Dalangin ko rin po, Panginoon, na sa oras na ito, pagkatapos po namin marinig ang pangangaral ng iyong salita, ang aming pananampalataya ay aakyat sa susunod na antas na ang aming paglakad na kasama ka ay patuloy na magbabago ng magbabago na lalo ka naming mamahalin at lalo ka naming susundin. Ito ang aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Marina po tayo mo po. Praise God. Now, uh, again, just a quick background. Si Jesus po, bagamat pinanganak po siya sa Judea, sa, sa Bethlehem, siya ho ay lumaki sa Galilee, doon sa Rion ng Galilee. Sa katunayan, marami po sa mga himala na ginawa niya, yung ministry niya, is in Galilee. And, uh, you know, saka po siya uh, nagpunta sa kung saan-sampang lugar. Now, dahil siya lumaki doon, obviously, alam niya ang kultura doon. Alam niya paano mag-isip ang mga tao. Alam niya, in fact, yun yung sinabi kanina sa binasa natin, alam niya ang nasa puso ng mga tao na naroroon. 
You know? At uh, kunyari, nung kinausap niya si Nicodemus uh, na isang pariseyo, alam niya yung puso ni Nicodemus when he was seeking and asking about, about you know, uh, spiritual things. Ganon din. Alam ng Panginoon yung puso ng Samaritanong babae nung kinausap niya. Kaya nga natumbok ni Jesus ang kanilang mga pangailangan at sila'y nanalig sa Panginoon. Gaya ng sinabi ko kanina, bagamat walang himala, pero yung enkwentro nila keso Kristo ang mas naging makatotohanan sa kanila kung kaya't sila'y nagpasakop at sumunod sa Kanya. Now, also, dapat din natin maintindihan na sa istorong ito, mapupunan natin na ang pananampalataya, makikita natin, ang pananampalataya ay dapat na lumalago. Hindi nangangahulog ang malakas ang pananampalataya natin noon sa isang bagay, ay malakas pa rin ito hanggang ngayon maliban na ito po ay ating pinalalago. Naunawaan niyo po ba? Now, it is also a rule, a general rule. Ano mang bagay, pagka pinabayaan mo, yung tinatawag nating the law of digression, ano mang bagay, pag pinabayaan mo, for a time, mag-i-stagnate. Uh, steady pulso lang. Pero after a few while, magsisimula ay mag-digress. So, punin nyo, kahit anong bagay, I mean, kahit, kahit sarili nyo, subukan nyo ngayon, subukan nyo, mula ngayon, huwag kayo maligo. Mapupunin nyo, mag-digress kayo. You know? For the meantime, mag-stagnate muna kayo, pero mag-digress na kayo. Now, in the same way, kahit ang ating pananampalataya ay ganoon. And the Bible is clear kung paano dumarating ang pananampalataya. Hindi tayo pwedeng manggaya sa pananampalataya ng iba. Alam niyo, isa sa mga frustrating na experience natin bilang Kristiyano is mahilig tayong manggaya sa pananampalataya ng iba. Hindi porkit nangyaring isang bagay sa iba, gagayahin mo yung pananampalataya niya at aasa kang mangyayari sa iyo. Hindi po. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes, God will just allow na, you know, uh, to, to, to trigger your faith sa ganun, pero hindi yon ang kadalasang nangyayari. Ang pananampalataya po ay dapat lumago. At gaya ng sabi ng Biblia, ang pananampalataya ay dumarating sa pamamagitan ng pakikinig at pag-unawa sa salita ng Diyos. Kaya mahalaga yung ganito, nakikinig tayo. Mahalaga na kapag, you know, at gusto ko kayong encourage na every time you attend service, again, we're not here para magpacheck ng attendance kay Lord. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. Amen. We're here to hear the Word of God so that faith would come. And the more we hear the Word of God, the more faith would come. And syempre, the Bible also declares that faith without work is dead. So kailangan ang pananampalataya ay ginagamit. Parang ehersisyo. Kung gusto mo lumaki ang muscle mo, mag-ehersisyo ka. Ayan And pagka tinigil mo yung ehersisyo, syempre, yung dati mong malaking muscle, Ma- may ba? Parang noon, nung exercise ako, laki ng dibdib ko. Nung tumigil ako, bumababa yung muscle kasi sa lakas ng gravity. Ngayon, dahil tanghali ng malakas ang gravity, so mababa siya. Pero kaninang alas 9, mataas pa siya. No? So again, my point, in the same way, in the same way, ang pananampalataya po ay ganon. We need to grow in our faith walk with the Lord. Okay? At paano ito lumalago? Again, continuously hear the Word of God, continuously na unawain natin ito, and let's put it into practice. Okay? So lahat po tayo, we all started in a certain level of faith. Lahat tayo. But from there, it is now up to you and me kung paano mo itong palalaguin. And usually, ang pananalig natin sa Diyos, maraming beses nakasalalay, una, again, sa kanyang salita. Pangalawa, on how we experience God in our lives. And how do we experience God in our lives? Again, last week, sabi ko, you cannot move God by your tears. Hindi mo makikilos ang Diyos sa pamagitan ng paiyak-iyak. Hindi mo mapapakilos si Lord sa pamagitan ng paawa effect. No, God doesn't work that way. If you want to move God, the only thing that can move God is our faith. Because the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So when we talk about believing, we're talking about faith. We're talking about pananalig more than just paniniwala. Again, hindi lahat ng naniniwala nananalig. Naniniwala is mental assent. 
Yan ang naniniwala ka lang. Pero walang pananalig o pananampalataya. Pag sinabing pananalig at pananampalataya, may, merong, merong, merong something in the inside of you na kahit hindi mo maintindihan yung paligid, kahit na uh, the, 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 your surrounding is oppositely or, or is against the promise of God, but you still, you, you have the trust in God na kahit anong mangyari, Lord, may gagawin ka maganda. You still believe in what Job said that I choose to believe the, to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Kahit hindi maganda ang paligid. Kaya yung iba, sabi sa atin tayo mga Kristiyano, ang babaw daw natin dahil yun ang masyado tayong faith. Although yung iba naman nag-extreme. You know? Para lang mabalansi natin. But still, the point is this. It is important for you and me to grow our faith in the Lord. Do you follow? Okay. Now, so, ang isang bagay ngayon na gusto kong bigyan ng diin is this. Sa isang tao who has that growing faith, how does that person see Jesus sa sitwasyon niya? How does Jesus respond to a person who has a growing faith? So inuulit ko, lahat tayo, meron tayong certain level ng faith. Pero whatever level you're into, it is now your responsibility. Not others, but your responsibility to grow your faith. They follow. Kaya nga, when we face God, hindi mo pwedeng sabihin, pagkatinong kay Lord, eh, hindi nag-grow faith mo? Eh, kasi yung pastor namin, ano eh, hindi ako pinipreachan. No. Uh, it is more on what you do with the Word of God. Are you hearing me? Kaya nga, again, it is important, your personal devotion with God, yung reading mo ng salita ng Panginoon, we gather together, we hear the preaching. These are all important and we cannot set this aside if we want our faith to grow. But going back to the question, how does a person with a growing faith sees the Lord in his or her situation? Now, number one is that he sees Jesus beyond the norm. Sabi nga, beyond the norm. Aning norm? Yung normal. Yung mga, yung mga, uh, yung kultura, the prevailing culture. Okay? Yun ibig sabihin ng, ng, ng norm. Now, going back, as I've said a while ago, Jesus grew up in Galilee. He knew the surroundings there. He knew the people there. He knew their hearts. He knew what is the prevailing culture dun sa, dun, dun sa lugar na yon. Now, look at this. Sabi niya, so he came again to Cana in Galilee where he had made water wine and at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. So merong isang official. Now again, tong official na to, hindi sinabi ng Biblia kung Hudyo o Hintil. For me, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether Hudyo siya o hindi. Pero as a person, yun ang gusto kong makita natin nito. Meron siya, ang sitwasyon niya, meron siyang anak na may sakit. Okay? And we know, lalo na tayo mga magulang, alam natin yung pressure at yung stress pag ang anak mo may sakit. Lalo na kung, ma- kung mga maliliit pa ito. At least, kung malalaki na yan, eh, kaya na nilang alaga sa sarili niya. Pero kung mga baby yan, di ba? Stressful yan eh. And so, again, hindi rin sinabi kung ilang taon yung anak niya. Basta ang sinabi, may sakit. And I do believe that this official, this man, loves his son so much. Bakit? Because he traveled from Capernaum to Cana just to see Jesus and ask him to go with him. Now, ang distansya po, kanina, kung nakita yung sa mapa, parang ang lapit lang. Pero ang distansya nun is around 20 to 25 miles. Uh, ano equivalent niya sa kilometers? Matho yan, kaya ako nagpastor eh. You know, dahil gusto ko lang mag-preach, ayoko na kwenta. Il- ilan ba sa isang milya, sa kilometro? So, yeah, kulang-kulang mahigit. Basta hindi hulalampas sa sobra. G- g- you know, in between lang nun. So, you could just imagine, that is a day's journey. Para makatravel ka from, from, from Cana to Capernaum 
and, and, or copper ng tukana, it will take you one day. One way lang yun. And also remember, take note, na yung travel nila, wala, wala silang sasakyan. Lakad do, men. Naglalakad sila. And al- alam nyo rin, yung nakita nyo kaninang mapa, bulubundukin ho ang kana papuntang Capernaum. So, imagine yun yung sacrifice ng, ng tatay nito. So, may sakit. And then, sabi rin sa verse 47, And when this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, bumalik na siya sa kana, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son. For he was at the point of death. Now, let me just say my, my, my point here. You see, may prevailing culture sa kanila. Ano prevailing culture? Ito po, ang sabi sa sumunod na talata. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see the signs and wonders, you will not believe. That is their norm. That's their culture. Ganun mag-isip ang mga tao. Sa kanila, ang prevailing culture nila is this. To see is to believe. I will not believe until I see. Yun ang prevailing culture nila. Kaya nung lumapit yung, yung, yung mamang yun, yung opisyal, keso, sabi niya, ah, Sir, sama ka naman sa akin. Punta tayo. Kasi may sakit yung pag, pag-premium yung ano ko. Gagaling yun pagka nagpunta ka doon. Yan ha? Anong sinagot sa kanya ni Jesus? Yung iba, si Jesus would immediately, come on, halika. Di ba, remember, yung meron yung anak ni Jairus? Pero may mga cases, si Jesus, sumasama agad and minister to them. Pero dito, ang sagot kagad sa kanya ni Jesus. And, and by the way, nung sinabi rito, and Jesus said to him, unless you. Now, the word you in the Greek is plural. So, ang kausap niya, hindi lang yung opisyal. May mga kausap siyang na tao sa paligid nila. Are you following me? Parang object lesson lang yung, yung, yung official. Do you get me? And so, sabi niya, parang kayo, kayong mga Galileans, kayong mga taga rito sa Rio Neto, Eto prevailing culture nyo. Ganito kayo mag-isip. Hanggang di nyo nakikita, hindi kayo maniniwala. Kaya sabi niya, unless you see the signs and wonders, you will not believe. Now, as I've said a while ago, for a man, a person who has a growing faith in the Lord, Jesus responds this way, that He is beyond the norm. Sabi niyo nga ulit, beyond the norm. Now, kung ang prevailing culture do sa Galilee is to cease to believe as sinasabi sa kanila Jesus, guys, I want you to understand this. Kung ang prevailing culture niyo is to cease to believe, for me, you have to believe first and then you will see. Many times, God works that way. It's not you need to see first the miracle and then you believe. Although at times, God would use that to trigger the faith most especially ng mga hindi pamana ng palataya. Have you ever thought of this? Kasi meron ako nakausap nang sabi niya, Pastor, bakit nang bago akong Christian, ang bilis masagot ng prayer ko? But nung tumatagal na akong Christian, tumatagal na rin masagot yung prayer ko. Have you ever thought of that? How many, how many of you can relate with that? Na noon, parang ang bilis masagot ng prayer niyo. Tapos nung tagal niyo na, tapos nagsaserve ka pa, tapos faithful ka pa, and parang, parang, parang ang tagal masagot. And sometimes, it may take some years. Now, Bakit? Again, simple lang ang, ang illustration ko yan. Parang bata yan. Nung baby ka, pag umiyak ka, salpakan ka lang ng gata, tahimik na tayo. Now, naiintindihan yun. May taga-salpak sa'yo dahil baby ka pa lang. Pero kung 20 anos ka na, at ganun ka pa rin makangalngal, ay hindi gatas ang, ang, ang isasalpak, sapok ang aabutin mo. In short, even in our walk with the Lord, when we were still baby Christians, you know, God would do certain things, meaning, 
Ganun. Parang ambilis lang. Why? Because He wants to trigger your faith to grow. Ang isang challenge lang with a lot of Christians is this. Again, they camp on the signs and wonders. They did not grow in their knowledge of Jesus. Are you following me? You see, Jesus can be a healer to some, but not a savior. He can also be a savior to some, but not Lord. And it takes faith for us to understand those things. Kaya nga, niba, punahin yung mga convenient religion ngayon. Mag-offer, oh, sumapi ka lang dito, ligtas ka na. Oh, you know, sumapi ka lang dito, yayamang ka. And so, no, it, it doesn't work that way. That's very frustrating. Because God wants you and me to grow in our faith sa Kanya. And so God was trying, to, or Jesus was trying to tell him, parang ganito eh. Parang, kunyari, tayo, sa totoo lang, bakit ba tayo lumalapit kay Jesus? Ba- bakit, you know, what are we believing God for? What do we believe God for? A- anong pinananaligan nyo ngayon? Sa-, sa-, sa Panginoon. Now, so in short, masama bang humingi kay Lord? Hindi In fact, gusto ng Panginoon humingi tayo sa Kanya. Pero itong mas magandang tanong. What if? Hindi masagot yung prayer mo. Magtitiwala ka pa ba kay Lord? Yun ang issue. What if? Worst. Hindi sa hindi nasagot ang panalangin mo. The opposite happens of what you're trying to believe God for. Now, my question is this. Will that trigger you na yung faith mo mawala kay God at maghanap ka ng iba? Let me give you a good example. In my own case, as a pastor, marami lumalapit sa akin. They would ask, for prayer, ng healing. And we love to pray for healing. We love to minister healing because we have seen some, sometimes instant healing, sometimes gradual, iba-iba. We cannot put God in a box. Kung anong ginawa ni Lord sa isa, does not necessarily mean ganun din ang gagawin niya sa'yo. Pero for sure, may gagawin si Lord. Naunuhan niyo po ba? And so they would come to me and say, Pastor, would you pray for healing para sa akin? And we pray for him. Now, ilan sa inyo naniniwala sa isang taong disperado, hahawak yan kahit sa patalim. Desperate move. Okay, what am I saying? Ito yan. Nalapit sa akin. Pastor, pag-pray mo ako. Okay, pinag-pray. Nothing happens. Anong susunong mangyari? Pupunta rin sa faith healer. Now, how many Christians have we, have we heard na ganon? They would ask for healing sa mga Kristiyano and then they would go for another, you know, another place for healing. Meron nga ako na balitaan eh. May nagpa-pray sa akin. Hindi ko na sasabihin kailan kung sino nagpa-pray sa akin. Okay. So, may gusto silang mangyari. We prayed, we prayed. Then, all of a sudden, I discovered na after here, nagpunta naman sa, sa isang religious group uli. Nagpa-pray din. Who is, in a way, I would say, contrary to what we believe. Now, anong point ko? Alam niyo yung, yung taong baka sakali? Na, hello? Na, nagkakaintindihan ba tayo rito? Alam niyo yung baka sakali? Yung, yung, ay, wala namang mawala kung hingi ako ng panalangin dito. Hingi ako... Now, mayroong nawawala. Ano yung nawawala? Ang nakikwestiyon, yung tunay natin pagtitiwala sa Diyos. Kung talagang naniniwala tayo sa Diyos, parang ganito lang yan, kung talagang naniniwala tayo sa Diyos na pagpapalain ka, bakit marami mga Kristiyan niniwala pa sa mga swerte? Hello? That's my point. That's the norm. To see is to believe. Kaya, I'll try everything. Kahit against na sa pananampalataya ko. Kahit against na sa tinuturo. At so, bakit? Desperado. And, you know, it's very possible. Sa kaninong Kristiyano, who would do it? Bakit? Ano ang pag-desperado? 
Tama ba? Nakakaintindihan mo ba tayo? Am I getting through or or, or tumatalbog lang yung, yung tinasabi ko? Kaya yun yung sinabi niya, yun yung norm eh. Ngayon, kaya nga, uh, the point is this, if God won't answer your prayers, if God would do the opposite of what you're believing, trying to believe Him for, my question is this, can you still sing, I believe God? Oh, kata mo na, I believe for every drops. Yung iba, hindi na alam yung katang yun. Now, this is important. Bakit? Because we thought, walang masama. Hindi. Alam niyo po ba? Ito, ito, norm. Usually, kunyari, krusada o sa mga ganito. Puna niyo, ang mga tao, pagka humingi ng prayer, mas gusto sa pastor kaysa sa ibang leader. Bakit? Siyempre yung pastor. Okay, naman, spoiled kayo. Spoiled kayo kay Lord. Anong spoiled? Panis? That's a prevailing norm. Bakit? Eh, hindi, pastor ka eh. Ito, hindi naman. Ito, impastor. Now, my point is this. We're all serving the same God. And do you know that many times, many times, you may not be aware of this, but many times, when we go and ask for prayer, listen, oftentimes, God will look at your faith, not the faith of the person praying over you. And that is frustrating. Dahil kunyari, lalapit ako kay, kay Kiko. Sabihin ko, Francis, pag-pray mo naman ako. Dahil alam ko, CM ka, alam ko, you know, malago ka kay Lord, sasagutin ka. Hindi ako nasasagot. Bakit? Dahil ang tinitignan ni Lord, yung faith ko, hindi yung faith niya. Because at the end of the day, pagkatapos mag-pray, hindi naman nababantayan ni Lord yung faith niya. Faith ko, babantayan. Bakit? Ako yung nangangailangan ng panalangin. Are you getting me? Now, gusto kong mag-camptang kaunti rito dahil ito, we all start this way. Lahat tayo, ganito. But again, God wants us to grow. He wants us to mature. And so, Jesus was trying to address the norm ng mga tao and was saying, you see, whether masagot ang prayer mo, I'm still God. I'm still in control. Whether we like it or not, many times we see only the smaller picture. But God sees the bigger picture. I remember nung nagkasakit yung anak ni Pastor Ariel, yung kaisa-isa niyang anak na lalaki. The whole movement, victory in every nation, prayed for the healing of his son. And some of you know, he died. Now, Pastor Ariel has a good reason to quit, to give up, and say, naglilingkod pa naman ako sa'yo, tapos ganito ang ginawa. No, but he still chose to believe. Even if, hindi nasagot ang pala, even if, kahit namatay yung anak niya, Hindi siya nagalit sa Diyos. Hindi siya nagtampo kay Lord. Are you getting me? Because again, ano ang norm? To cease to believe. Norm, maniniwala ako sa iyo pag nakita ko to. Hindi, hindi. Sabi ni Lord, manampalataya ka muna, saka mo makikita. Eh, paano nga yun? Anampalataya, hindi nakita. Okay, hindi nakita. Ang tanong ko ulit, ibig ba sabihin na magtatampo na siya kay Lord? Aayaw na? Magaharap na ng ibang Lord? It doesn't work that way. Now, tandaan natin to. I, I hate to say this, but this is true. Alam niyo, inaantay lang ng demonyo, mayaw tayo. Kundi pagpipiestahan niya tayo. Ngayon, hindi kanya totally magalaw. Kasi nasa iyo pag-iingat ng Diyos. Pero once umalis tayo sa pag-iingat ng Diyos, pag, trust me, punahin niyo yung mga nagbabaksad kung ano nangyayari. Kung buhay, thank God by His grace, nare-restore yung iba. Pero yung iba, pinaninindigan na. Bakit? Nagtampo kay Lord. Masama loob kay Lord. Bakit? Hindi nasagot eh. And that is not what Jesus was trying to tell them. He was trying to tell them, 
Regardless, kung ano mangyayari sa'yo, masagot ka man o hindi, or the opposite happens, I'm still God. I'm still in control. And you can still sing, I believe in God. Why? Because I have my own ways of doing my thing in your life. Amen. That's why, again, in praise, give up. let's give the Lord a praise for that. Kaya nga sa panalangin po ninyo, di ba, Mark 11, 24, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and then you shall have them. Hindi sinabing you shall have them and then you believe. Hindi Laging ganon. First John chapter 5, di ba? And this is the confidence that we have in Him. If we ask anything according to His, he, to, to his will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, then we know, we are confident we will have whatever He promised. That's God. Kaya nga, when we pray, ito pa isa, and lagi ito siya nga. That's why when we pray, listen, this is important. When we pray, there is no such thing as silent prayer. There's no such thing, let's pray. Puninyo, let's pray. What are you doing? I'm praying. No, you're not praying, you're thinking. Prayer is a declaration of faith. Prayer is coming in agreement with what God already said in His Word. That's why even Jesus said, you know, when you pray, don't, don't pray the problem. You pray the solution. Why? Because your Father already knows what you need even before you ask. And what He wants to hear from us is if we know His promise. That's how it is. Kaya nga, pag nagpe-pray tayo, it doesn't mean naman palagi ka nakasigaw na malakas. But still, you have to declare it. Sabi nyo nga, declare it. You don't pray here. And di ba, may, may mga kilala kayo sigurang, sigurang Christian, di ba, pag pinagpe-pray nga lang pagkain, sumasakit pa ulo eh. Nasa restaurant, uy, mag-pray ka na. Ikaw yung Christian. Ah, oh. Um, Lord. Um, Lord, 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 salamat po. Amen. Kain na tayo. Next, Jesus does not just respond beyond the norm, but He also responds beyond the notion. What's the notion? It's, it's how we, we think. Ito yung understanding natin. Parang ito expectations natin. This is how we thought things. Now, this is in a way connected dun sa norm. Dahil kung ano yung nakasanayan, now we are all creatures of habit. Kung ano yung nakasanayan mo, nadadala mo na yan. Nagiging ganyan na tayo mag-isip. Yun na yung notion natin. Yun yung expectation natin. Now, look at this. The official said to him, now remember, he went to Jesus asking him to go para pag-pray. Sabi niya, Sir, come down before my child dies. Now, yun ang prayer niya. Kay Jesus, Lord, alika, samahan mo ko bago mamatay ang anak ko. Now, sa totoo lang, I admire the faith of this, of this man. Why? Because he knew kung saan siya pupunta. But I see some needing ng ironing dito. Because number one is this. He believed Jesus can heal his son but he was mistaken that he had to do it his way, not God's way. How many times have we prayed and we expect God to do it our way, not His way? Ito, hindi nawawala sa prayer request. Financial breakthrough. Alright? Now, and we, uh, by the way, for your information, we're praying. Isa-isa, do sa inyong mga prayer requests. Okay? Now, and I do believe some are answered, some are not. Okay? Now, bigyan mo lang example. When you pray for, for financial breakthrough, what's the norm? Ano yung norm natin pag-iisip doon? Well, we, we, we may know some promises of God, pero we also have our own discarte kung paano mangyayari yun. Tama. Tama ba? Ang eh, wala, walang himala. Okay. 
O sige Lord, o, walang himala. O, isa na lang Lord, papaltang yung prayer ko. Pero may kinalaman din sa pera. Patamain mo ako sa loto. O sa sabong. Lord, kaya ako nagsimba ngayon para pagtaya ko mamaya sa sabong, makikita kami ni Kristo. That's the notion. Kaya ito, sabi niya, unbelieving, Jesus, unbelieving, you can heal my son, but go with me. Alam ko, Lord, pagka sumama ka, nilihan sumama na ako, gagaling na yun. I've heard a lot about you. I've heard that you, you have healed a lot of people, you have performed. Lord, sama ka. Yun yung notion niya. But what did Jesus do? He said, no, no, no. He said, you go. Go, your son will live. And the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. Diba? Sometimes, we always wanted to bring somebody along. Puntahan natin. Puntahan natin yung, yung, yung lolo ko, 150 years old. Pag-pray mo, pastor, pag-pray mo na gumaling. Ano sakit niya? Eh, komplikasyon na yung pag-pray mo. Tsaka may akasya na sa likuran. Pag-pray mo, pastor. Na... May pagpahingay mo na yung lolo mo. Kasi pag yan nawala sa ospital at inalagaan, baka mainis ka sa pag-aalaga. I'm not saying panalangin mong kunin ng Lord, pero minsan alam niyo, may mga tao tubo na sa tao nila. Are you hearing me? Minsan gusto natin lagi, ay pagalingin, ilang taon ni lolo mo eh, ano na, 200 years. <laughs> I-release mo na. Are you hearing me? Again, the notion. Di ba? And sometimes we pray, alam niyo ba, there are lots of prayers na ginagawa natin dito nang pinapanalangin nasa ibang bayan, nasa ibang bansa. And sinasagot ni Lord, why? Because prayer knows no distance. God is not limited with distance. Kahit tayo nandito, kung nasa'y pinapanalangin natin, wag lang sa buwan. Pero kaya pa rin ni Lord yun. Eh, eh well, wala naman tao sa buwan. You know, ang, ang point ko is this. Ang notion natin palagi is, kailangan sa, may, may isama. Maganda yun, minsan, pero maraming beses, hindi available yung gusto natin isama. Tapos, oh, pwede ba itong isang leader namin? Ay, hindi. Kailangan ikaw. Iba yung kamay mo, nagpapawis parang pagkanilihas. May anointing oil eh. Kaya, yun ang in-expect eh. Sama ka, Lord. Eh, sabi ni Lord. Hindi, hindi. Okay, uwi ka na. Uwi ka na. Uwi ka na. Magaling na yan. Now, nalala yung, yung, yung contrasting story ng centurion. Diba, sinabi ng centurion, may, anak di, may sakit din anak niya. Sabi ni Jesus, tara, puntahan natin. Ano sabi ni centurion? Lord, hindi, I'm also a man of authority. Pag may sinabi ako, susunod yan. Pero I'm not worthy tatanggapin ka sa bahay ko. Lord, kahit dito, speak. And my son will be healed. And he did that. And the healing took place. Are you getting me? Now, what's my point? My point is this. You cannot, we cannot put God in a box. He's a sovereign God. He'll do anything He wants. The point, the good news here, is that He knows the bigger story. And when He works, He doesn't work our way, but His way. And the Bible says His ways are higher than ours. You're praying for your promotion? You know way ng mundo. Kung gusto mo sumipsip, kay Lord ka sumipsip. Wag lang sipsip, vacuum. Basta kay Lord. Why? Because Jesus said, or God said, promotion doesn't come from the east, it comes from God. Amen. And so, that's how God wants our faith to grow. The man believed the word of Jesus and acted out by going home. Muyo na siya. Oh, by the way, ito pa yung nangyari, you know? Because not just beyond the norm, not just beyond the notion, but Jesus also responds beyond the need. And so, the following day, 
After nila mag-usap, the following day, eto nangyari. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. Now, uh, for me, this is a poor translation. Maganda ho sa ibang translation, sa NLT. Na sabi ron, nung chiki natagpo, nung, nung kanyang servant, sabi ron, your son is alive and well. Not recovering, but already alive and well. Now, remember, patirik na. Pero binalita, no. Pero ba't sinabi rito? Tingnan nyo, ha? After that, so he asked them, the hour, kung ako yung magre-rejoice na ako. Tama ba? Magpe-praise and worship na ako doon. Pero hindi. Iba yung pumasok sa isip ng tatay. Sabi niya, servant, anong oras gumaling yung anak ko? Naku, ako yung servant, mm, okay, anong kanalaman naman nun? Dapat matuwa ka na. Hindi, may gustong patunayin lalaki. Sabi niya, eh, nung pong seventh hour, now, may, merong divided ang kristyano, kung alauna daw ito ng hapon o alas 7 ng gabi. Now, again, for me, doesn't matter whether alauna o alas 7 because hindi maganda, hindi safe mag-travel from, from Kana to Capernaum and, and from Capernaum to Kana dahil one day's travel, delikado sa gabi. Remember the story of the Good Samaritan? Nung hinold up siya along the way? Okay? Kaya si Jesus, hindi sa ayaw niyang, hindi, hindi niya, hindi sa hindi niya trip sumama, kundi iniiwas niya rin sa posibleng mangyari, masamang mangyari doon sa tatay. Kaya natulog pa yung tatay doon. Imagine mo yung faith. Natulog pa at the point of death. And then kinabukasan, oh by the way, gano'ng kalayo? 30 miles. Along the 30 miles, minit siya kung saan, hindi sinabi. Pero yung nga sinabi, Alive and well na hong anak nyo. And then he asked the hour when he began uh, when when he began to get better. And they said, Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. At the seventh hour, the fever left him. And then he says, And the father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him. Yun yung time na sinabi ni Jesus, na umuwi na ako, magaling na yung anak ko. Buhay yung ano. You, you know? Na, na, nakikita niyo ba? Na, na-imagine niyo ba yung, yung istorya? Okay, pagka binasin nila ganun, wala, walang thrill eh. Dapat ganun yung ini-imagine, andun kayo, parang ikaw yung lalaki. Pwede ka na mag-reduce, pero hindi. Ah, anong oras gumaling? Alas yun. Uyala. Wow. Yun yung makausap kami ni Lord ah. And then, tignan mo, what happened? And he himself, what? Twice he believed. And not just, listen, twice he believed. Yung unang belief niya is he believed what Jesus said. He believed in the Word. But when he saw it, now, again, he believed na, but when he saw, aning norm ni God? Believe first, and then you will see. He believed first the Word, and then he saw. It was confirmed. Buhay na anak mo. He believed. He believed what? This time, he believed that Jesus is not just the healer, but he is the Savior. He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. But wait, there's more. He was just believing for the healing, and Jesus goes beyond the need. What's the bonus? It says there, and all his household also believed. Isn't God good? I mean, when God does something, when He creates stories, so prapa sa hinihingi mo. But again, not our way, His way. Not our time, His time. Amen. Amen. And then He says, this was not the second sign that Jesus did when He had come from Judea to Galilee. Wow. Growing faith. 
person who has a growing faith sees Jesus respond beyond the norm, beyond the prevailing culture, beyond how we think, beyond our expectations, our understanding, beyond how we perceive things around us. And the best is, He responds beyond our need. Let me just challenge you. What are you believing God for? What are you believing God for? I don't know. I'm not PJ. That's PJ. Ayun, yun. PJ, I just want you to. Kalina ko lang to na kinausap eh. He shared to me a story. Just quick. He will just share to you. Three minutes. Diba no? Three minutes. He'll just share with you how these things work in their lives. Okay? PJ is one of our leaders and he's part of the music team. Uh, his, uh, his wife uh, just, just concluded yung, yung victory weekend. Okay? Yeah, praise God. Come on, give the Lord praise for that. Hi. Uh, mother. Yun. Morning, everyone. Yeah. Share ko lang yung testimony namin kasi sobrang ano siya na, exacto siya dito sa preaching today. Um, last year, uh, around January, one of our faith goals was for us to be, one of us to be assigned to a different country. Tapos yun, come November, yung wife ko, she was given the opportunity to work sa US. So yun, so at that time, sobrang tuwan-tuwa kami. Nung time na yun, minabanda din namin siya. Gusto namin maayos yung papers kasi sa April yung alis namin. So ginawa namin, minadali namin lahat. Tapos, kasi ayaw namin actually umabot dun sa Trump administration kasi alam namin, baka mamaya mahirapan kami. Ginawa namin lahat, sobrang daming struggles namin na nangyari. Delayed paperwork, tapos yung mga amounts na nakalagay doon sa paperwork, mali. Tapos, um, nabigyan kami ng schedule. Unfortunately, si Trump na yung president. So, yun. Um, in-interview kami nung first... Yung, yun, in-interview kami, tapos, um, konti lang yung kinwestiyon sa amin. Tapos at that time, sinabi sa amin, bumalik na lang daw kami, bibigyan niya kami ng feedback, antayin namin yung results dun sa website. Tapos yun, uh, I think around five days after, nagulat na lang kami dahil refused yung visa application namin. Um, nung time na yun, nalungkot kami. Kasi syempre, alam mo yun, in-insure ng company namin na 100% magagrant sa amin yun. So, magpa-play kami kay God. And yun, uh, si, yung wife ko... We were blessed, actually. We were given a second chance. So, not everyone actually has been given a chance to reapply. So, the company can just give it up. So, God blessed us with another chance. The finance management team fixed everything and we were be able to apply. But then, came the day of the reapplication. Uh, ito na naman interview. Um, sad to say, yung first statement agad nung consul was, Why are you reapplying? We clearly denied already. It's because you're not going to do a training. It's a professional work. So that was it. It was all over. I didn't know what I said or what the consul heard. I think it was God. You know, things changed. He went he went to his supervisor. A typical 10 to 15 minute interview just became an hour interview. So we were waiting for an hour. And then I heard my husband praying at my back, praying, praying, keep on praying. And I was just there standing in front of that booth an empty booth but then came after an hour the consul went back and said your visa has been approved you will get it after seven days five to seven days you know the entire time he was my husband was praying but i myself i never had an inch of doubt because a day before the interview 
I asked God if it's really for us. And He told me, I got your back. So don't worry. Put faith in me. So I put the faith in Him. Not an inch of doubt. So that's actually our story. So you know, when you put your trust in God and we keep on praying, if it's His will, believe that you have actually received it. And He will really grant it to you. Share mo din, ano sinagot ng company? Actually kasi, prayer lang namin is um, ma-assign lang sa ibang bansa, di ba? Tapos yun, nagulat na lang kami kasi yung offer sa amin ng company ng wife ko, sasagutin nila yung airfare, sasagutin nila yung bahay na titira namin doon, yung mga sasakyan na gagamitin namin, even yung schooling ng kids, sagot nila. Tapos kahit ako, I will resign here from work, tapos may sweldo rin ako doon sa company na yun. So, wow. sobra-sobra, alam mo yun, parang hiningi lang namin ganyang katiting, tapos sobrang overflowing yun. And para sa amin, ano siya, para i- to bring back God the glory. Sa kanya kasi lahat bumabalik eh. Hindi naman sa amin eh. Kasi kami parang ginamit lang kanya kaming instrument. Like for example, ngayon, we're talking to you now to, to share our testimony on how great He is. So, yun, ganun. Kaya, kayo, maniwala lang kayo palagi. Kung may pangako sa inyo na binigay si Lord, pangawakan nyo lang yun. Kahit ano mangyari, kahit sa tingin nyo, imposible na kasi Walang imposible sa kanya. Yun lang. Come on, preach it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Now, what's the norm? Yung sitwasyon nila na deny, ayawa na. Mahal ang visa, no? What's the notion? <laughs> Why try again? Mapapahiya. And when they were there, ano sabi? We already refused you to give you a visa. Why, why reapply? Di ba? And the third beyond the need, they were not just given the visa. Pagdating doon, buong family sila. May titirahan na. May sasakyan pa. And for me, nakita kong the best mangyari, they're near to every nation sa, sa uh, Los Angeles and they can be part of the church, our movement there. I mean, that's how God creates story. But I don't know about you. You may not be applying for visa. Maybe some of you are applying for visa and you were encouraged. But let me just encourage you right now. Let me just challenge you. Whatever you're going through right now, what are you believing God for? Let me ask you, what are you believing God for? Huh? Do you really believe that God can do it? And, I don't want to throw down, but what if? What if? You're also denied. Will you still believe God? I want you to stand up right now on your feet. I'd like to challenge you. First is this. If you're here, and you, you're sick in your physical body. Pero kayo nararamdaman di maganda. Okay? And I hope na wala pa naman kayo sigurong akasya sa likuran. But if you're not feeling well in your physical body, would you lift up your hands? Would you lift up your hands? If you're, if you're believing God for your healing, physical healing, would you lift up your hands? Now, let me challenge you. Palagay mo, paano gagawin ni Lord yung healing sa'yo? Kung ako tatanungin nyo, hindi ko alam. Kung ako tatanungin nyo, kailan? Hindi ko rin alam. Pero naniniwala ako, tapatan Diyos sa kanyang salita. Hindi siya nagsisinungaling. Okay. Yung mga hindi nakataas ang kamay sa inyo, tignan yung katabi nyo kung may nakataas ang kamay. Would you extend your hands to them? And would you pray for them right now? Pray. Pray. Speak. Speak healing. Speak healing. Again, don't think. Pray. Say it. Say it. Father God, in Jesus' name, we come in agreement with these people, Lord God, believing for the physical healing. And Lord, I pray, not just physical healing, but you'll give them divine health. 
divine health, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, by the power and authority you have given us, we come against the spirit of infirmity over their bodies in Jesus' name. And we command you, take your dirty hands off their physical body. And we declare that this body is the temple of the living God. And this temple will only bring honor and glory to God. So Father God, I declare that Jesus carried all of their sicknesses and diseases and that by the stripes of Jesus, they are already healed. I declare it. So be it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a praise for that. Uh -uh. Are you believing for a breakthrough? How many of you are believing for a breakthrough? What breakthrough are you believing God for? Come on. I don't breakthrough. I don't breakthrough. Asawa? Huh? Ano? Financial, but puro kay financial. But financial, ang tataas ng kamay nyo. Okay, let me just agree with you. Now, remember, God will look at your heart. He will look at your faith. Not the faith of the people praying for you. Okay? But let God see your heart's content. That is promise, He shall supply all. Not just some, but all your needs. That God wants you to be blessed. Not for the sake of being blessed, but for you to be a blessing. Okay, so if you are believing God for your financial breakthrough, I want you to lift up your hands to God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you. You are the God of abundance. You are the God of surplus. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too difficult for you. You said, Father God, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. The world and everything in it, the gold and the silver are yours. Even the, the, the cattle and the thousand hills are yours. Father God, if everything is yours, I just pray, just give them even just a portion of what belongs to you. And I pray, Lord God, that you will not just meet their needs as you have promised, but you will give them surplus so that they can be a blessing, so that they can have something to sow, so that in the future they will have a good harvest. Father God, I also pray, protect their harvest protect their harvest oh God just as you have promised and Lord create a new story in their life a story that would speak that only you can do it not them not their strength not anyone else you'll just use other instruments but I pray God and the glory will always be given back to you in Jesus name Amen 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 Hallelujah Last. If you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life, I always say this is always the first step. If you have not yet, I'm not talking about if you know something about Jesus. I'm talking, have you invited Jesus to come into your heart? Not because you're here, you're a Christian. But have you invited Jesus to be the Lord of your life? If not, and you want to do that, I'd like to pray for you. Okay, close your eyes. Now, if you want to receive Jesus, to invite Him to come into your heart, be your Lord and Savior. That's the first step. I want you to follow this prayer after me. Say, Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, I declare with my mouth, Jesus is my Lord. He is my Savior. And with all my heart, I believe that you have raised Him from the dead. Jesus, come into my life and forgive me of my sins. And I receive the forgiveness and a new life. And I'm grateful for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God.